You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's everyone's favorite tournament of the year. The golfers are in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted jacket. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you in the center of action by giving you a shot to land in the green. This week, DraftKings is giving you a free shot at the $1 million top prize when you download and sign up using promo code THPN. If you haven't tried DraftKings, this is the time. It's easy to play. Pick six golfers, stay under the salary cap, and submit your lineup before the tournament tees off early Thursday morning, then sit back and follow the action. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at the $1 million top prize. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. Happy Easter weekend to everybody. Pigeon is in the studio here today um, celebrating this uh, big event. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing here, to be honest with you? Uh, boys, how are we doing? Um, a- any big any big uh, events for the weekend? Producer T, I'll start with you. Nope, just having uh, you know a quiet Easter uh, Easter weekend with the family. You know, nice long weekend though. Didn't have to work Friday. Don't have to work Monday. Woo, living the good life. Do you do you ever really work when you go in? Anyways, apparently not. I don't even go in. I'm on the I'm on the whole work from home stuff. True. True. My walk to the office is from my bathroom to the to the office in the morning. You know. Uh- um, before I get to Nick, uh, State of Hoppy saying, have you guys ever watched Maury? I lived on that shit whenever um, we would get home from school out here. Four o'clock on like Channel 10 in like the Northern California area. It's just Maury Povich after school. And if you didn't have cable, like that's all you watch. So, well, one <laughs> of the reasons, I think the reason why State of Hoppy asked was I actually showed him a video before we hopped onto the stream here. Um, it's, it's a classic video. It's the Maury fears and phobias um and one of the clips like this girl's afraid of cotton balls so what does maury do he dresses up a man full of cotton balls and he chases her around the studio it's amazing yeah <laughs> it's fear really... tactics that's that's exactly how you conquer those fears <laughs> exactly zach croft saying what are you looking at pigeon he's yes um <laughs> nick how's hey. your easter i mean you're the you're the guy with the kid here so it must have been a bit more eventful uh, yeah, we uh, the wife does all the work because she's the real MVP of this family. Um, she went, she got up early, she hid, I think, a, like five dozen eggs for our son to find in the front and the backyard. So, uh, it's a lot that was eggs. always fun. That's a lot of fucking eggs. That's like a Rod Swanson level of eggs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he found uh, he found all the eggs. they're not all like actual eggs, you know, some hard boiled 
and then uh, some just plastic with candy. So uh, he got his fair share of candy, and you know it's just a great Easter so far. We're gonna have dinner tonight with the in-laws. It's gonna be a good one. Wait, did I hear that you actually gave your kid a hard-boiled egg? Yeah. No, no, no. We gave him the candy, the candy, and the ones. Oh, I, 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 definitely, I don't know. I definitely I heard... thought that you were saying that. Oh yeah, they're not all real eggs. We do some hard-boiled ones. And I was like, wait, you leave hard-boiled eggs in your garden? No, no, when you die them, when you die them, like you die the hard-boiled eggs and then you find them. But I was saying like it wasn't 60 hard-boiled fucking eggs, you know? I totally forgot about that. I really did. We obviously clearly do not have kids. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know about Producer Pigeon. He might have a few. uh, He's probably got a whole flock. I sent you guys a picture. He actually swung by this morning. He was perched up on the rooftop. Yeah, he he swung by. He said, what's up? Trying to see you, girl. Watch out. Took a shit on my fucking roof. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what he does. That's what he does. All right, guys, let's let's get right into the show. Uh, let's uh, actually first before we do that, let's shout out to our Twitter handles. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at dyl underscore thpn. You can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod. And by the way, Nick, that post that you made about the my balls <laughs> hurt line that is absolutely blown the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves it. Even Sonia uh, from the NBCSN California broadcast commented and said she wants to put it on the broadcast, but uh, she doesn't want to lose her job. And you know, we don't want you to lose your job, Sonia, but we do appreciate the shout out there. We uh, we put a lot of effort into that nickname. So <laughs> it's it's amazing. Uh, producer T, where can the fans find you? At producer underscore T E E. And Nick. Uh, at Nick Floor underscore. And Kyle. At McLaren underscore A. The boy's hitting it up. He's hitting it up on, uh, I think he said he was barbecuing a leg of lamb. A leg of lamb. And a couple fillets. And some fillets, yeah. Uh, But but by the orders of Zach Croft, uh, let's get down to business, boys. Sharks are on a four-game winning streak at one point out of a playoff spot. I did not expect us to be in this position. It's kind of hilarious. Like, all year... Playoffs, I mean, that wasn't even a thought in my mind. I never thought the Sharks would get close this year. Playoffs? But looking at the standings, playoffs. boys, we're, we're one point out of playoffs. So it's looking good. <laughs> I think that I, I think it's because we started doing uh, the Tankathon segment. And as soon as we started looking at the Tankathon segment, yep. all of a sudden they turned it around. That's You're what welcome. I think it is. Um, you know, I was talking to producer Pigeon before the show here, and surprisingly, he can talk off camera. <laughs> but anyways, we were we were wondering, like, should we keep doing the tankathon? But you know what? Know. That's exactly what you said, T. I think it's because we're doing it that they're playing well. Should do it for yep. St. Louis now. We should just run it for St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, but they're then doing they start... their best to lose. Yeah, the then, fourth then playoff they'd go spot. on a streak. Yeah, then then the Blues would go on a streak, and it wouldn't work. So. Yeah. But anyways, the Sharks one point out of a playoff spot, and and like we said, like the Blues are not playing well right now. I can see them falling out of that spot. Arizona Coyotes, I mean, it's basically you know us against them for that last spot. I think we have a better team. I really do. I think we could, I think we could squeak in the playoff, boys. I so, really do. I agree with the fact that we have a better team, but it just seems like they have our number in almost True. every matchup because they just swept us in convincing fashion. And then we were like, oh, fuck it. Send it. We're tanking boys. And then we yeah. sweep the ducks, sweep the wild, sweep the Kings. Not in that order. We swept the ducks, then lost to the coyotes. Sorry. And so we swept the wild and then swept the Kings. So I don't know. I, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Cameron on Twitter. I asked him if I could use his tweet and there's something there's a bit of like a cultural change that people have noticed. It's kind of visible on the bench is, is uh, Twitter handles at Carlson to Meyer. So I don't know when the fuck we're ever going to see that. It seems like, 
Meyer can't seem to score as much as he normally does, but he says he's a big love, fan. Yeah, <laughs> he says I love how much this team has changed this month. <clears throat> Excuse me, standing up for the captain uh, for a clean hit, protecting the goalie, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Finally, have been playing for the logo on the front and not the name on the back. Ooh. That's big. That's what There's I took out. I saw that. Thoughts right there. I that like last it. Last word though. That last sentence. Like I was like, oh, dude, can I use this? Because like this is perfect. Because that's what it seemed like. Everyone was play- playing for themselves. Yeah, I think and Bob Boone is going to steal that and fucking use it in the next uh, team talk. Oh Let's fuck yeah, dude! Going. Plaster that on the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> Heading out to the. Uh, and now to the ice. Instead of having all those, you know, the, the fans and the Zoom meetings, we're just going to put that on the fucking wall. So <laughs> I love it. Uh, Vi Sports Talk chiming in off Twitter saying, "T, is that beer warm?" I mean, it's a cider, but a cider. no, there's not. Yeah, there's some ice in it. So is that you, beer everyone, warm? Everyone knows I don't like a warm beer. <laughs> it's, um, it's a slowly crescendo and it's warm <laughs> it's really an art form um you know what's interesting though last week doug wilson came out saying that they would be willing to take on contracts and maybe accumulate some draft picks you know weaponizing the cap space that the sharks have now do you think his opinion on this has changed over the last week now that it's looking like the sharks you know there's there's a chance that they make the playoffs no, I don't think it's changed at all. I think, as a matter of fact, there's a there's a small possibility that if you can ship out a guy like Sorensen that has been virtually invisible on the score sheet and in yeah. the game, because if you look at the fourth line, it's just kind of thrown together just to see what would stick. VL has done a great job in his role. Sorensen's just kind of occupying space, and then Marlowe, I believe, is centering that line right now. So the Sharks are like three lines, and then uh, right now, so. If you take on, like, let's say a Kyle Paul Mary or something like that, someone who's known to be like on the trading block, you know, you take on that contract, yeah, fucking throw him, throw his ass on the fourth line. What, what worse? There's no way they could be worse than Marcus Sorensen at yep. that point. Because if you if you're able to sell Sorensen for a bag of fucking ketchup chips, you know, that's <laughs> one point five. That's one point five off the books. So you got seven and a half million dollars. You can take on a four and a half or five million dollar contract. And throw them on the bottom six, and just if it fucking works, who knows? Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. And then you also get an asset with it. You'll get like a second round pick or something along those lines. So, which is I'm what down. we need, right? We we need more yeah. draft picks at this point. Uh, Zach Croft chiming in saying buy or sell at the trade deadline. I think we kind of went over it there. I mean, it's there. There would be no point of buying at this trade deadline. There just wouldn't. I mean, even if we do make the playoffs, let's be honest here. We probably won't go past the first round. So yeah. there's no point of giving up assets just to get us in the playoffs for us to lose in four straight or, or yeah. in five games. And also in Doug Wilson's presser, he's already openly stated he's not trading his first round pick this year. So yeah. we're definitely not going to be buyers unless it's buying, like we said before, a shitty contract. But it's you're not buying at that point because you're going to accrue an asset with it as well. I just don't know what we're going to do with ourselves if we do make the playoffs. I mean, it's going to be amazing, yeah. but boys, like we, we didn't plan for this at all. Like this I is know. just like out of the blue in the last week or so. It's like, Oh, look, look at the standings. We're right on the doorstep. It's amazing. It just shows how shitty this division is in a sense. Right. Cause I think yeah. we're still bottom 10 in the league, but a point away from a playoff spot. Like, I don't know. The sharks will find a, they'll fu- They'll fuck around and find a way to like beat the abs. Yeah, and then just lose to Vegas just because it's Vegas, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, no, exactly. 
Well, uh, boys, should we get into the games uh, the against the LA Kings? Because, I mean, like we said, we swept the Kings in this last series. Uh, shut out for Martin Jones on Friday. Martin Jones, holy shit. This guy's looking like an absolute animal. Last I'm telling 12- you, I think he, he started listening to the pod and hearing the hate yeah. that we throw at him. Easter Sunday, boys. He's risen. <laughs> he's back <laughs> no but honestly in the last I don't know 12-13 games I don't have the stats in front of me but he's well over uh, 900 save percentage um, he's at a 9-3-1 actually uh, producer Pigeon telling me so can't complain with those numbers I know about two weeks ago we all had this discussion saying you know what boys I think Dubinick's the starter but I think that's changed now I think you gotta go with Jones yeah I mean maybe Maybe that's kind of lit the that's maybe what actually lit the fire. Maybe not the stick hungry podcast, but it's maybe seeing Dubinik really, really <laughs> starting to cement that position, though, right? Because he was looking great, and that may, that means that every time Martin Jones is on the ice, he has to perform at the best that he can because he knows that Dubnik's there waiting, and and the coach has some faith in Dubnik now. So I think it's working out well both ways. We've got two, you know, two goalies that are performing relatively well. And it seems now that things in front of them are uh, starting to click as well. So, yeah, it was a, it was a great, great couple of games. Uh, Zach Croft commenting off of YouTube saying, Ballsters has been amazing. Uh, yes, I, I've enjoyed uh, Rudolph's Ballsters, one of the toughest names in hockey to say. But he has been a good compliment to that My Balls Hurt line, um, <laughs> which, like we mentioned before, is blown up on Twitter. But, yes, yeah, he has been a good addition to the team. I'm liking him so far. I think there was a stat that came out that um... – Rudolph Spalser since joining the the Sharks is at it like a just under 0.8 points per game, hmm. and uh, that would be top three for the Senators right now. So it's kind of funny how the Senators, after releasing him, said there's no room for him on this team. We don't we don't see any any need for, for Rudolph Spalser's. And then Doug Wilson's like. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Well, you know what just, happened there? Eugene Melnick just could not pronounce his name. He's like, just, I, I just can't do yeah. it. Just, it's easier just to let him go. <laughs> Fire him into the sun. Yeah, exactly. And here um, we are, California. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, boys, shout out for Martin Jones. Overall, pretty good game against the uh, the Kings on Friday. Anything else you want to note from that game? Just a great job defensively. Yeah. I didn't take a look at the shot chart like I should have, and I've been very busy. Um from the, what I've seen, the majority of the shots that were allowed were, were from the perimeter. And the Sharks have also increased their like uh, the amount of shots that they've blocked in general. So there, Jones isn't just playing better. The team around him is playing better as well. So it helps. Like we said before, um, it seems like there's a bit of a confidence in the, the forwards and the defense group when they know the guy behind them can make the save if they kind of fuck up. So it seems like how they're playing right now they're, they're seeing that trust between the, the, the forward group, the defense group, and uh, Martin Jones, essentially, in this. And it, it kind of gets showed uh, by Logan Couture in the post-game presser. I'm not sure if it was game two or game one against L.A., but he said, we're, we're playing in front of him right now. We're having a lot of fun playing in front of him. You know, so uh, essentially a roundabout way of saying before, we weren't having a lot of fun pra- playing in front of him. So it, it's just nice to see. Yes. All right. So let's uh, let's move on to the Saturday game. Um, absolute snooze fest. I almost fell asleep about halfway through that game. It was, was not good hockey, boys. It was not good hockey. Um, but we do come out with the win, three-two victory over the Kings. Uh, you know, we start off the game with a, an absolute greaser from Kevin LeBanc and end up going off Andre Kopitar's 
shin pad, but you know what? We'll take it. The LeBanc bank. It's 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 all in the name, right? Um, you know, Evander Kane coming out 16th goal of the season. He's having a great year. And that last goal, the effort from John Leonard, that man knows how to play some fucking hockey and ends up feeding uh, Gambrell in front of the net for a late third period goal. It wasn't the best game that the Sharks have played. I feel like they probably played a good 20, 25 minutes in that game, but that's all it took. Martin Jones had another great night. Uh, our, our shots were considerably lower that game, which was slightly concerning, but hey, it's a, it's a back-to-back. Maybe the boys retired. Oh, yeah. And look at how much hockey they've played over the last month as well. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. No changes in the lineup, even with goaltending. Like, I, I expect it to be a lot slower skating through molasses, as some people have said. So yeah. it's nice to be able to get four points out of four against them. But, yeah, the, it seemed like the only guy who was moving at Mach 5 out there was uh, John Leonard. So, yeah. Um, Ryan McKinney, uh, just to cut you off there, producer. No, it's fine. Ryan McKinney, 198, saying, What's up, boys? Uh, one of the OG fans of the yeah, we haven't, we haven't heard had a comment from him in a while, actually. No, he normally comments when we, we make our call for questions for the podcast, he'll normally True. comment there. So, True. there you go. All I was gonna say, though, was just that, uh, it's you know, we kind of talked about how difficult that game was, you know. Stamina wise, and, and the fact that you can get a win out of that—that that you, you're not—you're not all at your best performance. You still get a win. That's that's a great sign for this. For like that, the locker room maybe is trending in a different way than how it, earlier in the season. I feel if that game happened even like you know four weeks ago, I feel like we probably would have lost that. If I feel like we had just enough to get over the line, and, and it's nice to see that with the boys. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, I just got to put this up on the screen here. Uh, Kyle McLaren saying, Happy Easter, boys, uh, with his um Well, his food his looks ready, so he should be here on the call. Come yeah, on, no, yeah. G- give it about five minutes, and Kyle McLaren. He joined the live stream, so he's watching. Yeah, so he is, he is watching. So <laughs> Long-time <there>. listener. <laughs> just eating this beautiful lamb as we're here. Long-time <laughs> listener, first-time call, boys. Um, hey, really quick, going back to that empty net goal. That was scored um, in game one. How it was beautiful in a sense. It was Brent Burns's 500th NHL assist. Um, but the sequence of events that led up to it was was kind of funny. So Brent Burns actually loses his stick or breaks his stick. Rudolph's Balsers, who's left-handed, gives the stick to Brent Burns, who's right-handed. So he's working with an off-handed stick. Balsers makes his way to the bench, grabs his own stick. So Burns gets the puck passes it to Balsers, who ends up scoring the empty net goal. So it's like Balser stick to Balser's other stick to score the empty net goal. I'm just waiting for like a trivia question in like yeah. five years. It's like, what stick or whose stick did Brent Burns use to get his 500th career well, NHL assist? It was the wrong hand and it probably wasn't quite as, as long, you know, because Rudolph Balser is a pretty short guy. Brent Burns, he's, he's a tall guy and he's a defenseman. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it made no. the backhand pass a lot easier because the blade was curved the other way. Yeah, honestly, boys, I was just trying to figure out a way to say that without without it sounding too dirty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a great play. Um, like I said, the overall game was a bit of a snooze fest, but hey, we need those wins every once in a while, right? Like you yep. said, T, three four weeks ago, it would have been a snooze fest, but it would have been three two for the Kings. Yeah, yeah, I think All the right. biggest thing to take from that game though is uh. Vlasic appeared uh, to have injured himself in the first period, late in the first. So we ended up having to double shift a couple of guys in the second and third. Um, 
and currently as of right now we know that he's out with an upper body injury which is who fucking knows so yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just the current state interested to see what uh Bugner does for Tuesday's game and uh what they do moving forward if he's determined to be either day to day week to week or who takes the spot so well and hopefully it's not too long and I know we rip on Vlasic a little bit you know he's not quite a top four defenseman right now but I think his presence is felt on that back end. And I think it's good to have a veteran guy uh, when we have so many young players outside of Burns and Carlson. So hopefully that's not too long. Hopefully he can stick around for the push for the playoffs. Um, <laughs> so funny to say. I, it's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, boys. It's, it's and uh, Will, Will Harridge actually sent us a message on uh, Twitter. He's a longtime listener as well. You can find him at xdaymanx. Uh, he says, I swear to God, if we pull a deep run out of our ass, if I ever get to see a game of the tank, the first round of drinks for the Stick Hungry Pod crew is on me. So oh, let's yeah. fucking go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. There's, there's some for Pigeon too, right? That, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be, you'll be there. <laughs> you, we you got some have... Tahoe Blue Vodka ready for you, Pidgey. So. Uh, honestly, you, all you got to do is soak the uh, the crust in vodka. And I'm, uh, that's all I need. Some bread come crust. <laughs> And okay, uh, let's move on from that one. Pidgey's um, oh. <laughs> feeling some type of way right now. That's Dana Hoppe saying Scott Reedy. Is it Reedy? Is that how you pronounce Reedy, his name? Yeah. Reedy season. Yeah, the, the San Jose Sharks have signed Scott Reedy uh, to an entry-level contract. Good old good old Minnesota boy. Go Gophers! Go, go Gophers, apparently. Um, good uh, good prospect, by the way. Defensive prospect, so... Yeah, there we go. We'll have to bring State of Hoppy on the show sometime to talk about it. Since he knows so much about Scott Reedy. <laughs> yeah, well, a Minnesota player, so I expect he would uh, watch that a little bit closely. Did you guys catch the the quintuple, I think that's right, the quintuple overtime game between University of North Dakota and University of Minnesota Duluth? No, I, I heard about it, but I, I, I caught I caught it actually. It was it was awesome. Well, the game before overtime was awesome, and then the boys were gassed, obviously. But yeah, who is crazy talking? game? Yeah, who is that? Oh, that's Isha <laughs> Kromi. He's actually in the studio here. Yeah, yeah actually, no, I, uh, this week. Usually, I just scream behind producer T. Oh, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was actually the Sunday that I wasn't feeling too hot, so I was like in and out of it. I was like, oh, they must be re-airing the game. Wait, fucking 4 OT? What is happening? Nick, this is so. exactly why I want State of Hoppy to come on and talk about him, because he says he's a forward. Yeah, exactly. He's, I mean, <laughs> exactly. forward, defenseman, same shit. Everyone's a forward to the Sharks, so he could be <laughs> classified as a defenseman and still nice be save. a forward. This whole team is moving forward, boys. We're all forwards, <laughs> all right? All right, Hoppy. Is that good enough for you? Uh, uh, Ryan McKinney says, do you guys agree? Start Dubnik Tuesday to rest Jones and let him continue to dominate the LA Queens. No, nah, just ride the high. Ryan, you're going to get them canceled here. Right, yeah, you're going to get yeah, canceled. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> This is all I have left. <laughs> no, uh, I think you're going to ride the hot hand, and he showed that decision in the back-to-back. You know, if, if you were going to go Dubnik to give Jones rest, you would do it in the back-to-back, plus you have Sunday and Monday for Jones to rest. So fucking send it. Let let Jones do what he's supposed Dude. to be doing anyways, right? I agree. I mean, it's not often that you get Jones on a hot streak, so just yeah. <laughs> milk like that. It out. It's not like he's been carrying much of a load, you know, even the past two years. It's not like he's tired, right? Just ride him. He's, yeah. he's not gassed. 100% keep going. There you go. And producer Chief, some words of encouragement for Martin <laughs> Jones. Uh, you don't hear that every day. Um, all right, boys. Anything else we want to talk about before we jump into uh, the NHL draft lottery simulator? 
I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just so conflicted right now. I don't know what to do. I, I know it's it's just I know. smile. Just smile. I, I mean, I, enjoy enjoy it while we can because for all we know, the San Jose Sharks go on a five game losing streak, and all this is for nothing. So yeah. enjoy it while we can. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, Zach, still like like Zach Croft says, like Zach Croft says, ride or die, baby, ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> mostly die but yeah we're here <laughs> yeah yeah exactly all right boys let's get into the nhl draft lottery simulator all right the nhl draft lottery simulator big shout out to tankathon.com i'm going to share my screen here boys it, it is so weird like we mentioned at the start of this episode doing this lottery simulator when we're also talking about being in the hunt for the playoffs it's it's I just have conflicting feelings here. I don't yeah. know. It's a win-win. All right. So the San Jose Sharks right now <laughs> sit in spot number twelve. Nice to uh, see us out of that top ten. It is. It is nice to see that. Our chance is it of winning really, though. Like <laughs> I was looking forward to a top honestly, ten. Prospect. Though, honestly, Nick, if there was gonna be a year again that you know, if we are gonna miss a pick, That's is true. it gonna be the worst thing ever? Probably not. It's also probably the only year that we would ever make playoffs. You know, like you said, this division is kind of trash. Well, so, and you're not even missing a pick. I mean, you're still probably going to pick between, you know, around the 20th, yeah. let's say, in the teens. Mm. So you're going to get a good player either way. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have we said there's a possibility, like T was like, uh, kind of sending, talking about, was there's a possibility that the best player in the draft just didn't play yep. in the OHL this year or something. Yep. So you get him around 14 or 15 or even fucking 20, and then bada bing boom bat, Bob's your uncle, he's a fucking Hall of Famer. Yeah. I, I honestly bada think bing, this, this is the best year to get second and third round picks. I really do, because I feel like you can get a diamond in the rough with those picks. I'm looking at Kyle Palmieri right now. I'm like, man, I bet we could get a second, send Sorensen's little useless ass back over there. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into it. Two point five percent chance we get the first overall pick. Five point two percent chance we get the top two. Uh, is there a top ten? No, there isn't. Anyways, we're gonna run it. Here we go. Uh, I'll go first. I'm just gonna budge in line. Here we go. Draft lottery simulator. Ah! The first overall pick goes to the Calgary Flames and Jacob Markstrom moving up six spots. The Seattle Kraken moving up one spot to number two, and the Buffalo Sabers getting uh, just. Coming off a fresh win against Woo. the Philadelphia Flyers, moved down two spots to number three. How are Calgary and Columbus in this? That's what's crazy. It, it, it is crazy. You know, you look at the additions that Calgary made at the start of the season, uh, basically taking everything that worked for the Vancouver Canucks and putting it on their roster. And now look at them. They're uh, and now there's them. like off the record is uh, what's his name? Uh, Johnny Hammond Cheese might be on his way out. Like that. Oh my God! There's just so much shit going on there. Who? really quick i think the funniest thing here is like if you look at san jose right we've won four in a row but according to the site that's a bad thing so it's it's in red it's like oh man you guys won four you're fucked and then Um, you look at nashville down there at eight and two and uh it's bad for them to be eight and two in their last 10 games uh, by the way, Zach Croft saying you must yeah. really dislike Sorensen. So here's a quick little, like a funny little tidbit. So my father-in-law actually loves Marcus Sorensen. He loves like the intangibles about his game. He actually has a stealth Sorensen jersey. I got it for him for Christmas, actually. Wow. So uh, it's kind of funny, but like even he has noticed. He's like, "Fuck, dude, you're just pissing away every opportunity that you can get to score." And like, it's not the opportunities aren't going to always be there, especially moving forward. So. 
I, I just like I would like to see more from him. I'm not mad at him. I'm just disappointed because I know he can be better. <laughs> Spoken like a true father. All right. Uh, let's run the simulator one more time. Here we go. Oh, my Jesus. The first overall pick goes to the Chicago Blackhawks, moving up 10 spots, moving up two spots to number two, the Detroit Red Wings and the Buffalo Sabres, moving down two spots to number three, San Jose Sharks stay put at number 12. There we go. Who's up next? You can say. You'll have to click it for me, though. I'll just do your you'll, you'll have to give me a countdown then. All right. Where's the Three. drum rolls at, man? What's happening here? I know. I don't want to wake the whole house up. Come on. Well, I guess it's the middle of the day. Not like I'm waking up. <laughs> What's going on in your house? We're joining you live at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? You want to reset it first or we're going to scroll from there? There you go. Three, two, one. Let's go. Oh, Ottawa Senators moving up four spots to take the number one. Uh, Seattle moving up one to take. I think that's every single one we've had now. Yep. Seattle moved up to second, and Buffalo moving down two to two third. And yeah, San Jose stays the same. Maybe Buffalo keeps getting that third spot. Yeah, I feel like that's where they're they're going to end up. All right, let's go again. Second roll, producer G. Three, two, one. Oh, look at I that! The Seattle. Seattle crack and moving up two to take number one pick. Buffalo sliding down one spot to number two, and Anaheim moving down one. To take number three, and that's it. No more changes. San Jose stays put at number twelve. Has San Jose moved up once yet for no, us? No, no, so. we've stayed put the whole time. Oof. Yeah, this time so far. So, all right, all right, Nick. Nick, you're up. I got mine ready. Well, there it is, already on Whoa, the screen. Look, no free ads, bro. Look at those ads on the side here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. No. <laughs> all right, let's take a look here. Three, two, one. Oh, we got a lot of fucking movement here. Anaheim. Moving up to first overall pick with New Jersey following suit with second. So Buffalo going back to their righteous place of third overall, it seems. Which is unreal. Every time they've been third. Yeah. They love it. Put your money on it. Oh, look, here we go. There's a better better advertisement. There you go. And uh, San Jose staying pat at uh, 12th overall. And then we'll do a quick reset. And once more. Oh my God! Wow. Chicago moving up ten possible Again? positions. Like, yeah, second time so far to take the uh, the first overall selection. Seattle moving up one spot to go second, and lo and behold, fucking Buffalo <laughs> third overall, and San Jose being where they're at, staying at twelve. So, All right, Nick, do one more reset. It this one is for the fans. This is the fans' draw. This one's for everyone who liked and retweeted the my balls hurt line. <laughs> The true MVPs. Fuck. <laughs> I tried to will it into existence. Didn't work. Uh, Seattle moves up two spots to take the first overall selection. Ottawa moving up three to take second overall. And here we go again, Buffalo. Back to third. Back to third. And uh, San Jose it. staying at 12th. So that's all we got for you guys. So uh, it wasn't anything too exciting in that one. You know, Blackhawks moving up. Sharks stayed the same the whole time. So. Calgary moving up. Cal- yeah. yeah, Calgary getting that first yeah. overall. That would be interesting. It really would. Um, all right, just looking at the outline here, I think we have some some questions. I think we're going oh, in God. to another tea time with Producer T. You ready oh, for yeah. this? I love it. Yeah, I guess so. Are you ready? And these uh, these are from Isha Jerome. You can follow him on Twitter at VI Sports. How Star. are you? Actually, have him here in the studio. Actually, do you do you want to ask the questions to producer T? 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. Uh, he was mid swig of a bottle of uh, whiskey there. So <sighs> I'll give yeah. him the pass. All right. What, what questions do you have for producer T? All right, T. This uh, uh, this one's a little. Uh, there's, there's a little bit of Easter flavor in this one. Um, I, I freaking love tea time. By the way, my favorite. I segment. love the flavor of Easter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how many eggs can you put in an empty basket? Depends how big the basket is. It's not the answer we're looking for. If you put there's, anything I in a basket, here it ain't empty. How there's it's, at what? Here, you put one egg in that basket. It ain't empty. It ain't empty. Uh, Whoa! Got him. All right, you good ready? One. We got a couple more for you. We're at a good few more. For you. If you try to fail and succeed, which did you actually do? Fail. Okay. Yeah, fail. Okay. So there's yeah. not really a right answer for that one. I just do that. See, the only ones that I ever seem to get are the ones with no answer. Well, I want to hear your reasoning, but these are like the questions of life. You know, you gotta think outside the box a little bit. Well, my reasoning is that if you wanted to fail and you succeeded at failing, then you failed. Good job. Next question. Yeah, but then aren't you succeeding? <laughs> yeah, you succeeded uh, at failing. failing. But uh, at failing. the end of the day, it's still a failure. So yeah. Okay, I, I like I, it. I respect I like it. it. I respect it. Okay, is the S or the C silent in the word sent? Which Ooh. one is silent? S or C? I don't think either of them. I think the the the. the Sent, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually pronounced sent. Sent, you know, it's a sent. Maybe the S, I guess. Okay. okay, all right. I liked your reasoning for that one, so we'll take. It. <laughs> um, is there a synonym for the word synonym? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, you went to university. You got a degree. University college education. Oh, yeah, man. I know that that was a that that left my brain within 15 minutes of. All right. <laughs> next, next question. Okay. If nuts on the wall are called walnuts, what are nuts on a chin? Hell no, bitch. You'd have a dick in your mouth. <laughs> uh, uh, well, nuts on a wall aren't called walnuts, are they? <laughs> you just missed the whole point. I'm out. Thank you very much. Yeah, what do these questions have to do with hockey? I Absolutely have no idea, Zach. Nothing. And that's it's tea time, Zach. It's to make you laugh, Zach. You know, at the end of maybe you got a stressful day. The boss is hounding you. He's got he's got to stick up your ass. You know, whatever's going on, we're here to give you some some laughs. You know, not just not just talk about the uh, the sharks, especially be with you know where they're at in the standing. So we're here to make you smile. We're just trying to have a good time, Zach. <coughs> if you got any questions that you want to ask producer T for tea time, though, feel free to send them his way. I'll just give you the it, I'll give you the keywords I use on Google after. Yeah, it just can't be hockey related. That's that's yeah. the only criteria <laughs> here. All right. Um, so there was your Easter special. I know you're probably all very disappointed that uh, that's the episode. <laughs> boys, do you have anything else? You on want a high, hey, boys. And on a high. high. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we uh, mosey on out of here? <laughs> I'm I'm happy to mosey on. Yeah. What's, what's what's wrong with the word mosey? I mean, it's just a timeless classic. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah. Um. All right, boys. Well, let's give a shout out to our Twitter handles. You can follow myself at dyl underscore thpn. You can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod, and you can follow the network, the Hockey Podcast Network, at Hockey Pod Net. Producer T. You can follow myself at producer underscore tee. And Nick, you can find me at Nick Floor underscore. And Kyle, 
Oh, Kyle's not here. Oh, uh, your boy SV commenting, he says the S because scent is the same. Yeah, but if you take out the C, the scent is the same as well. Oh, Shane. <laughs> Shane, I love you, buddy. Uh, I would call that. He also chimed foul. in with this earlier, by the way. He chimed in. Uh, <laughs> so Raptors made their championship off of late round picks. Yep. All right. Oh, dinosaurs are extinct. Well, hey, you know what, Shane? So did the uh, early 2000s Detroit Red Wings. They built their team off of late round picks. Yeah, but they also Dad didn't have Twitter. So that way everyone could tell these GMs who to draft. So. That's true. That's true. Great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> GMs are top notch. Uh, Carson48 saying chin nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, love it. I absolutely love shout it. Shout out uh, the Chronic. Shout out the Chronic by Dr. Dre. Uh, classic from 93, just like myself. Um, <laughs> folks. Thanks for listening to this episode. And don't forget, listen to our last episode because we had Curtis Gabriel on uh, for about a 30-minute interview. And, boys, that was Quite a hell of an interview. What a fucking gem he is, right? Yeah. No, it, it was fucking awesome. We, we talked, like, man, the topics were so wide-ranging. We talked potatoes. We talked Lord of the Rings. We talked San Jose Sharks, Jordan Bennington, his hate for Curtis McDermott. I mean, it just kept going on and on. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Something was- for everyone beautiful thing all right folks thanks for listening to this episode of the stick hungry podcast we will catch you on thursday